I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Smashbox TV 493's After Show. A little twisted there. You, Is that how I normally open? Uh, Smash, you forgot the word podcast. Yeah. Episode 493's after eh, show. I got most of the important words. Yeah. So hear, hear me out. <laughs> All right. Q series. Uh-huh. QAnon. Yep. Ten years coming up. Uh-huh. One plus zero is one. We're one year into, you know, away from an election. Mm-hmm. And uh, mm-hmm. so it just all fits together. Yeah. I mean, that's you. I connected the dots, Terry. That's. Uh, the- and if it doesn't happen, well, we'll just move a goalpost somewhere. Yeah, and I it mean, will happen. Yeah, then we'll just say something else at some point. I think it's the year of the reckoning. Okay, I thought it was year of like the rabbit or something. No, but what do no, I know? Uh, no, it's not. No, it was a rabbit. I think it was the Chinese New Year just did take place. Yeah. Uh, in the last few days, my wife told me about it, and I forgot. And it I feel like last year was the rabbit, and this year is it a dragon? It could be or the dragon. Uh, I I feel silly. I'm not sure right now. Mm-hmm. Your animal. Um, and then like twelve animals pop up when I do the uh, when I do the Google search. Let's do it for twenty twenty four. Yeah, maybe add a little dragon. Okay, you're the right. dragon. Yes, uh, which I should have known because one of the pictures I took in the airport was a mm-hmm. dragon, but I didn't know if it was specific to this year. I just remember it matches saying, my dragon tattoo that I have <laughs> not coming yet. No, <laughs> uh, I, I remember somebody saying that last year was the year of the rabbit, and they. Definitely did not like that. That's what I thought somebody told me. But anyway, here we are. We're back. I am back on United States soil. I've been here. They for let you back. Not quite 24 hours. And man, I, I don't know how many times I got to tell you people. <laughs> don't. I, I. This isn't even a pitch just for Thailand. Just go somewhere. Go anywhere. Singapore was nice. Malaysia was great. Somewhere outside the States. Get somewhere outside the States. 
Take take some international, and I know oh, it's not so easy. I don't have money. Just get you. You can save some money, and you can go somewhere international. I promise you, you can. Uh, obviously, some places are cheaper than others uh, when you arrive, but a little budgeting and a little planning, go experience something outside of the U.S. You'll thank me for it. Now you were on a different timetable, obviously different Very. time zone. How much of the Super Bowl did you get to watch? Because you I, woke up and mm-hmm. the Super Bowl is on when you wake up there. It's like halfway through it or something. Yeah, I there was a very concerted effort to have a Super Bowl party at mm-hmm. one of the event sponsors. Uh, I think a very appropriately named the score is that sports bar. And they had like pre-reg type, like pre-commitment to be there. Mm-hmm. They were going to open at like 5.30 or 6 a.m. or whatever it was. Um yeah, I, I had no interest in that, largely because I had no dog in the fight. I don't really care about the Chiefs, Correct. except for the owner, Taylor Swift. I only care about her. <laughs> <laughs> kidding. Um, and, and the 49ers. Like, I just didn't personally. Now, I will say this absolutely unequivocally. If any of the four years that I've been in Asia during the Super Bowl, and if the Packers were playing in it, I would make the effort to get up and watch Makes that. Sense. But I'm not going to bother. And coincidentally, I was flying out around uh, 1130-ish. Mm-hmm. So I needed to be the airport by 10, 930, 10. And a few of us decided to make a longer night of Sunday <laughs> night and then not worry about a Monday morning uh, wake-up call at 530 or 6 or whatever time it was going to be. So how much... So to answer you, zero. Zero minutes okay. and zero seconds. At one point, I think the first time I, I checked the Googles for a score, it was just starting maybe the fourth quarter. And I don't know if it was 16 to 10 or 23, whatever it was. Yeah. I I just didn't really care that much. Yeah. And then at one point, I saw that it went into overtime. I'm like, well, that's cool. And even to this to this point, very moment i still have not watched literally one play on any kind of highlight or or recap or anything like that there weren't i would say there were not any spectacular plays like there's nothing shocking like we saw maybe earlier in the playoffs where you know it ricochets off of another player and the guy catches it sure this was a pretty standard game you know defense wins championships and that's what it looked like it was a defensive well it was a defensive game in the first half terry with with like each team with a turnover and then the second half it got a little bit more exciting okay well but besides that ultimately we all know the reason you watch the super bowl is the commercials in the halftime terry true have you seen did you get tingles in your loins from Usher? <laughs> I have only, again, e- even commercials. I, I this this I'm more embarrassed about. I haven't watched one second of one oh. commercial, nor did yeah. I consume any of the halftime hoopla, so to speak. So I have only read headlines, something about Usher. I, I I'm just gonna repeat it <laughs> because I did find it funny, and I I didn't click the like emoji. But I did find it funny. I think it was Drew Gibson that posted and said uh, something to the effect of Usher, simmer down, like my girlfriend's watching or something like that. And then somebody else chimed in and said, bro, your girlfriend's not old enough to know who Usher is. That's and I got a kick true. out of that because his his lady friend is is half our age, literally half 
less than half our age drew is almost half our age so yeah so um, just to be clear that was like drew's our age yeah so i just thought that was uh, a funny comment so Mm -hmm. uh, clearly usher um had a solid uh, something about roller skates is that what i so yeah so i'll I'll break it down real quick sorry for those of you that that have heard have seen it usher comes out sings I'll, I'll get into my issue with Usher in a minute. Um, oh, yeah. you have, a, uh, you I, have I, issues I, with Usher? I, I don't. Uh, but he's got a ba- she's got a baby by Usher. <laughs> <laughs> he's got a baby by Usher. I'm saying she's a culture. Okay, go on. Um, uh, it he comes out, sings a song, gets on stage. Alicia Keys is there playing this big red piano. Very cool. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He wanders over, goes into another song. At one point, vanishes, comes out in a different outfit on roller skates. Skates or blades? The the board just said blades. I thought it was skates. I heard roller skates. I'm pretty sure they were all roller skates. Marky, come on. Get it together. Marky. Okay. I, I mean, we usually do blades, but I think those were like old school. Damn, old school. Old roller school skates. roller skates. Okay. Which I immediately said like, woo, like that's dangerous. Now, Usher seems to be really good on skates. He's which a great dancer. Believe, yeah. And, I mean, he's, it's whatever, but. And then he's like swinging around. And then he, at one point he goes on, I think under, was, was it Little John's legs? Wow. And slides under and okay. and whatever. Uh, the highlight of the entire halftime show, of course, is when Ludacris shows up. Oh, Luda. Luda. As, and as I posted on Twitter, you know, okay. the, there's the one song that everyone knows by Usher. Was it Yeah? Is that the name of the yeah, song? Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, I mean, so close my way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a bunch of them. I mean, he, there, there, there are okay. other ones. But clearly, the banger he closes out with is Lil John and Usher. Yeah. Or Lil John and Luda. I thought that part was awesome. My complaint is as good as Usher is, none of his songs are really pick me up songs except for that one. Mm. I felt that while he, I mean, Usher is literally exactly our age. I think he's 46 or 45. Okay. And, but he's, he became very popular latter in our life so like 15 18 20 years ago correct where we weren't exactly you know looking for that so i didn't feel like this like the the songs were enthusiastic enough Hmm. he the dude does the best michael jackson impression i've ever seen okay he came out with quite literally i think he had two white gloves at one point but then lost one was wandering around with one white glove dang and was breakdancing. He was doing like moonwalk kind of thing, like breakdancing. Okay. You know? okay. He, he was the well, Michael Jackson's alive. Q just told me that. Oh, nice. No joke. I mean, he, I literally read that a few days oh, ago. He basically was, he mimicked Michael Jackson. Okay. And that that's fine. I, I mean, I, all I, adds I, up. I thought it was fun. I, I, I don't know. Just, I didn't feel like the, there was enough energy in the halftime show until hmm. you got to the very last song, which okay. I didn't even realize was an Usher song. I thought it was a ludicrous song. Because Usher does so little in that song. Um, hmm. Yeah. Well, uh, just a point of clarification. October 14th, 78 is his birthday. So uh, you're the, roughly uh, six or seven months the, older than him. And I'm about three months older than him. Yeah. Than Usher. So <laughs> what have we done with our lives? Uh, we're, we're not Usher. here in a and, basement. A couple of schmucks talking about Frisbee. At college. one point, Usher did obviously rip off his shirt. Oh, and, yeah. And... and and show his okay. Well, those images immediately send to my phone. Yeah, I will for those <laughs> his fine physique. You know, he's 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 not shy on that. So, huh? I don't know. But I mean, if you, I'm sure if you like Usher and Usher music, if you're very familiar with it, there was probably 
um, you probably liked it, but it's just not, it's, it felt more like, yeah, like <laughs> much more, I don't say, I don't even want to say romantic, but get it on music, which is what Usher is known for. Like, you know, sure. Romance is there, but Travis Kelsey, Taylor Swift. I mean, this is all, mm-hmm. it all ties together. Yeah. So I don't know. I just, did, I was did hoping Kelsey propose at the end of the, cause I know that was a prop. No, bet. he was actually handing out vaccinations. Ah, yeah. He, okay, he, he proposed okay. a vaccination for everybody. Okay. That makes more <laughs> sense. I, I heard that was going to happen. So, uh, okay. Well, good to know. Um, I, yeah, I guess I'm going to have to go back and uh, consume some of this. Uh, Pilcher says I didn't watch one second of the Super Bowl and have not even looked up the score. Fair enough. I mean, yep. uh, l- let me just say this because obviously the halftime show is a point of conversation every yeah, single year, as it should be. It's no matter what, you're never please. We we have 335 million people mm-hmm. in this country. Somebody's always going to be pissed off and hate the halftime show and like, i didn't hate it i just didn't think it was i'm, I'm energy, just saying i'm yeah. sure others did and there's that person sucks and like no matter who it is it's just you we have how many genres of music mm-hmm. and then all the different age age ranges in which are watching this it's it's just like there's nothing i don't think there's anything more predictable in life than people bitching about the halftime show <laughs> like i just because you can literally scroll to see best halftime show ever followed by worst halftime show ever. And I could just do that for an hour down my Facebook feed, um, well, no matter what. And I kind of judge the halftime show as to how memorable it is, maybe how meme-worthy it might be. And I was mm. thinking back at like some of the previous ones. Was it just last year we had... Uh, we had Dre and Eminem. Snoop and those Snoop, guys. Or was that two years ago? I feel like that was a couple years ago. I, I, I don't know. Look up uh, Super Bowl halftime history. But Katy Perry, what does everyone remember? Left Shark. Mm, yeah. Uh, the Weeknd, what does everyone remember? Him running around in that maze of mirrors. Um, You've got Prince from way back when mm-hmm. playing Purple Rain in the rain, which, no argument, the best Super Bowl <laughs> halftime show of all time, period. I'm not a huge Prince fan, but the man could do it. Okay, yeah. So a couple. It was uh, last year was Rihanna. Oh, last I'm, year was Rihanna. Yeah. And so just, Rihanna had like she was the meme was her jumping on the platforms like Mario. Like mm. there, she had all the different platforms that were floating in the air. So that again, memorable. The, uh, I don't the, feel like there was anything memorable about the Usher year before other than that. It, it lists Dr. Dre, Snoop, Eminem, Mary J. Blige, mm-hmm. Kendrick Lamar. The weekend. The weekend. The Weekend was the year before that one. Shakira and Jennifer Lopez. In oh, I remember Shakira. Yeah, because Maro- she did the she did the finger between her tongue. And- Mar- Maroon Five. Yeah, uh, that year before that, that was boring. Was Justin Timberlake year before that? Lady Gaga year before that? Coldplay. Katy Perry was back in 2015. Yep. And Bruno Mars the year before that one. Beyonce. Madonna, Bruno Mars one was all right, but I just I just didn't feel like there was enough energy in this one. So I don't know. I hated it. If if Wait, I loved it. I, I mean, but again. I would not consider myself uh, a huge fan of Usher's music or repertoire. Mm. I, I I know just a few songs. Uh, he, so. it's a, I I don't believe I'm about to ask this, but he was not <laughs> part of the Fire Island uh, no. debacle. What no. what what rapper was directly linked to that? I don't know. I uh, forget. It was like a, a, a big hit at one point. Yeah, no, it was like a 90s rapper or something, or uh, maybe early 2000s. 
No, Ja Rule. Ja Rule. Yeah, That's so who it was. Early 2000s, okay. yeah, Ja Rule. Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. It's kind of similar era, so it was Ja Rule. There you That's, go, Nick Markey says Ja ah, Rule. There we go. Gotcha. <laughs> A couple of guys chiming in. Love it. Uh, anyway, um, okay, so that was the Super Bowl. No, no part in it myself uh, for the, all those reasons. Now, I'll say this. If I was staying in Thailand for a couple more days and then a ton of the golfers were, in fact, going to the – then maybe I would have made an effort mm-hmm. to get up and be part of just the overall experience. But knowing that I was leaving at, you know, like I said, 11 in the morning or something like that anyway, I wasn't about to uh, try to go to bed early Sunday just to get up for nah, it. Not worth uh, it. For all those reasons. But um, did you, I, and you haven't seen any of the commercials? Or literally anything? nothing. It's, Com- it's kind of, uh, it, but it's not really that crazy because if you think about it, the, the Super Bowl happened at roughly, yeah. we'll say like 6.30 to 9.30 my time or 6 30 mm-hmm. to 10 30 a.m on monday by 10 or 10 30 10 o'clock i'm in a cab yeah. which is a 30 minute drive and costs five dollars but that's another story i'm in a cab going to the airport and then i'm at an airport for an in a four-hour plane ride at a very quick uh or had then a couple hours layover and then a 14-hour plane ride like that was my entire monday for me, mm-hmm. and so if it didn't happen in the moment, I've yeah, almost had literally minute, no minutes to to consume it. So I thought the commercials were okay. Again, kind of like how I feel about the uh, the halftime show. Nothing amazing that stood out for a commercial. Nothing that really made me chuckle. Um, the ones I did kind of like were the uh, there was a Dunkin' Donuts one with Ben Affleck mm. and Matt Damon and Tom okay. Brady and J Lo. Okay, like okay. that that that's an all star lineup. And sure. I'm a, I'm 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 a I'm a kid of the indie movies so Ben Affleck and Matt Damon I always have a soft spot for those two guys you know it, it very humorous Matt Damon never has a problem using the how do you like them apples line he <laughs> yeah. uses I've I've heard him say it and a bunch <laughs> of different things I did chuckle I thought that was pretty good there was a Kawasaki one where they're driving around and as a as it drives around it's giving all these people and animal mullets which I thought was kind of funny <laughs> And and there was a Skechers one with Mr. T that I liked. Now, oh. and granted, that one might hit me, obviously. Yeah, quite the, generational. The 80s generational in that because uh, whoever is the Skechers promotion person, I forget, was saying like, hey, there's no T in Skechers. There is no T. And Mr. T comes walking mm-hmm. in and gets all upset, mm. which I thought was funny. <clears throat> Other than that, meh, I thought. Those are the three that I thought kind of stood out and were, were, were good commercials. Um. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, maybe I'll go back and and take a little time, yeah. just because I know so much money, which is a whole other story. Again, when, especially when you're coming from a place like Thailand and you're you you see people who live in some of the situations that they live in and what their life is like on a given day, and then you turn around and hear seven million dollars handed over for a, a 30 second ad spot and it just it puts some things into some yeah, interesting yeah. perspectives when you you think about the bigger picture um ah, for sure um i'm sandra and i'm just the professional your small business was looking for but you didn't hire me because you didn't use linkedin jobs linkedin has professionals you can't find anywhere else including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. 
Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Marky saying the halftime show two years ago had people hating on it over Kendrick Lamar being a part of it. Always got haters. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, because Kendrick Lamar, phenomenal musician and artist, uh, didn't fit with the theme of who else was in that particular halftime show with Dre and Eminem and Snoop. It just, he felt time-wise out of place. He is an evolution of those artists, Mm -hmm. but just uh, on a different timeline. So I could understand how people would be like, why is he here? And yeah, apparently people use, uh, it's not Timu, Temu. 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 Which, Which makes, which is apparently crappy Amazon. Um, which makes it's well, there's, it's, there's a funny similarity in that one of the gentlemen that I ended up filming a number of rounds, who's from Finland, who finished, I think in third or fourth, Mm -hmm. I think he finished in fourth, uh, at the Chiang Mai open. It's T E E M U and it's not, it's not Timu, which is what exactly, uh, what it looks like. And you would think, but then I think I heard somebody else say it's Timu and the one that you're talking about, the company, I think is just T E M U. There's but not two E. But I still think it's pronounced the same way. I think it's, yeah, correct. So yeah. Uh, I don't know if that's part of its uh, overall Finnish uh, <laughs> Finnish influence there or not, or if it was just a made up word to them. But and the, we did get one good Travis Kelsey meme out of the Super Bowl of him certainly. yelling, him yelling at Andy Reid, and a lot of people are are putting whatever they want on there. Um, I saw one person who had put something like, uh, if he works on his X step, he'll definitely get to 350 feet or something. Him yelling at Andy Reid. Uh, that, that was, I think that's one of the things that's going to be lasting out of this particular. Uh, what, what exactly, what prompted this is that he ran over and yelled and or touched or pushed yeah, he the bumped, coach or something? He like, he like basically kind of ran into Andy Reid. I don't know if it was on purpose that he bumped into him but or he just got too close, but he walked over to give Andy Reid uh a piece of his mind. And was that after own, a missed play? or a, I think it was just he was not in. He was and that was, I think, I'm fairly certain it was in the first half. He just felt like he was probably not being involved as much as he should have been. Really? Um, because, I mean, the, honestly, there was a good period where, like, Travis Kelsey was not a factor in that game. He just was mm. gone. And I think he just wanted to remind Andy Reid that he's still here. He, he's, he's getting open mm. um, and to make sure not to uninclude him from the so game so swifty i mean he's got so swift you know but honestly after that he was part of the game and because what he did is he, he like bumped into andy reed as andy reed was maybe not necessarily in the most stable position mm. and kind of andy reed dropped something and got just a touch tipsy for a second and then whatever and both of them were just kind of like after the game saying like yeah it it happened and we're not going to necessarily say exactly what he said but it was you know that's how we communicate sometimes so if Everybody's coaches, love language is a little different. That's right. If coach is good with it, 
Uh, something we're sharing uh, that happened on my way out to Thailand. I had what was supposed to be a 17-hour flight, uh, excuse me, to Singapore, technically. I went from San Francisco to Singapore uh, right after the Shelly Sharp. And I had a 17-hour flight, which with holdups was closer, was over 18. And I managed to binge and consume mm-hmm. from Netflix. Ooh, what is it? I feel like you've said the word louder milk. Yeah, louder milk. My wife and I watched that. We uh, did you binge all three seasons? No, um, like, wow, I, that was like a full. But I would have if I had it's... seasons two and three available. So no spoilers here because I have I've watched oh, all of season yeah. one. Is there not the other seasons? I, or you just didn't download them? I just didn't download okay. them. I, I remember I, I'm like I think this has been said by somebody yeah. at some point. So I hit download. I got the entire season and then. Psh, those other those other governments i think i was in it might have been when i was in taiwan yesterday i'm like ooh i should now download season 2 not in, not available wasn't available was it, like, it was ooh pro- i think i need one of those vpn thingies yeah that it was, it was probably about. available on hulu then maybe unless they took it off hulu to oh, put it on Netflix. so well, no, i i thought they were specifically blocking it from because of the country it, and that could be but it we, that i don't know when we watched somebody it, go to taiwan and and look no, or maybe it was on Amazon Prime. I forget exactly where, because my wife oh. found it. She watched the first episode without me. I happened to sit down on the second episode, and I was like, oh, what's this? And at that point, she kind of quickly explained the the premise. I sat down and started watching, and her and I, it took us a couple of weeks. We went through the whole first three seasons. There's not going oh. to be probably a fourth season, even though ah. they, they kind of left it. Not, I don't say at a cliffhanger, but definitely at a at a position where they could do a, a fourth season. It's good. It's a It's about a guy who's... Uh, a recovering alcoholic who does a uh, he hosts an AA meeting. He used to be a writer, a music writer, and so he's a he's a uh, he's a prick and <laughs> and owns it and owns it. But also he's very snobby in his music tastes. Yes, yeah, and, I, and it's all part of his character. It's the guy uh, Ron Livingsworth, I think, or Livingston, Ron Livingston. Yep. Uh, who you a lot of people know from The Office, that the, mm-hmm. the original movie Office Space, not The Office, but Office Space is where he was from. So huh, I didn't realize it was also this old. Yeah, it's it's like four or five years old. Holy cow! I had no idea. Yeah. Well, so it, we it, just watched just it last by going year. to Wikipedia. I see season one is actually ten episodes, season two is ten episodes, and season three is ten episodes, and that mm-hmm. ended back on uh, in twenty twenty. So. Interesting. Yeah, I got, had no I think it idea. Got killed by the pandemic. Honestly, I think just everybody they didn't it didn't huh. come back, and it was. I mean, again, it's a it's a good see it's a good series. I mean, as any series, when you're that long, there's a f- couple of really good episodes. There's a couple of mediocre episodes, sure. but I mean, ultimately, it's it's worth a watch. If you like the first season, you'll probably like the rest of it. Okay. Well, I I will at some point bother uh, going out and trying to if I can. Um, okay, Sony Distribution licensed all three seasons to be available on Netflix as well as Amazon Prime. That's where we as of January 14th, 2024, the seasons are available on Amazon Prime and Netflix in the U.S. So I just simply couldn't get to them when I was in Taiwan yesterday. Sure. I'm like, oh, I'll download these for my way back. And uh, I, I literally couldn't find them on Netflix. So 
Uh, anyway, so I wanted to share with that that I enjoyed it. I, funny, that shows you, again, how out of it I can be on certain things. The fact that that's a well, three-year, three-year-old series. And, and I had never heard of it until last year when my wife happened to, oh, okay. happened to go through it. It's not like it was one of those I things. I feel like you must have mentioned it here we did. on I, a Tuesday night. And I did. I'm sure I mentioned that Sarah ran. and I were watching it, but... It's just one of those things where it's like, eh, we happen to stumble upon it. It's not like it was like critically acclaimed or anything. Sure. Like Ray says, I watched a little bit of Louder Milk 2 this weekend. Really great cast. So many hilarious comedians. Yeah, there's some so. really good comedians in that. So uh, yeah. uh, in, in the AA meeting, I think almost all of those guys are, are comedians of some sort. And it's very um, uh, able-friendly, I guess is the word I'll try to use, in that there's there are people that we traditionally say are disabled and things like that, that they just include like, you know, there's no, there's no qualms about it. And it's just a normal everyday occurrence. I, I, I really like how inclusive it seemed to be. Um, speaking of in, okay, maybe not. That's a stretch. I, <laughs> I only because I do travel so much have gained star Alliance gold status. Look at you. Yeah, it's it's not that fancy. It's only like the second level up, so it's still not that impressive. However, more importantly, that gets me into a couple of lounges now Ooh. at airports. So before, I, I did have a little layover. The Delta ones? Um, United. United is United. who I have gold status with. Yeah. And so there's a United one in San Francisco. And you walk in. It's really nice. I've been in them. They're kind of nice. Like, it's something my, my cheap yep. ass would otherwise never uh, get no. to partake in. And uh, it's just nice because you have, obviously, a, a, a huge buffet of or offerings of food and hors d'oeuvres. Plenty of alcoholic and non-alcoholic drinks. I'm not a big... I, I would never drink before a flight. It's just not my thing. I, I feel like that I, could be... Bad. Oh, I do. Like, um, not, I don't get like obviously hammered, but I don't mind sitting down. Yeah, I should, and having like a nice tall drink right before yeah, I get into a plane. I don't. I don't know. I just never. It's I, not like I need it or require it. I just, you know, if if I'm sit if I get to the airport early, your flask, you know, sit down and have a drink. Um. So anyway, I was uh, I got a little taste of it. That was United because I have gold status with United. On my way back, um, I flew EVA Air, which is within the Star Alliance. And then that got me access to one particular place in Chiang Mai. And then also, in there was like two or three different offerings of places you could be at the Taipei Airport, which is a really big, really nice airport already. Yeah. And so to have like a three-hour layover, but have it not even feel like one because you go into there and you're... It had a shower option, which yep. I didn't need. A bed. In that case, it was... Like food. Yeah. yeah. It... Uh, it was awesome. I could get used to that uh, when it comes to these long travels. And I do feel like it's, I think of it as being like kind of uh, bougie to some degree, but then not really. It's like, it's kind of their nice little reward that you travel if, a lot. If you travel you fly a lot, around yeah. a ton. And the only reason I've ever gotten into one is because when I travel with my boss who has traveled a ton, he is a member of, I'm fairly certain it's the United ones. Um, mm. Maybe it's Delta. I forget. But um, either way, I've gotten to go in a few of them with him, and he's just nice because you sit there, you just lay your your stuff down, just hang yeah. out. You're not really worried about it. It's got you know, it's got some people watching, and yeah, it's just a really comfortable lots, thing. The lots of food options, food, food and yeah. drink. Uh, this one even had self serving uh, ice cream, uh, oh, which was 
which was pretty cool. Um, then you have like six different styles of chairs. So depending on what you're <laughs> just depending on what your yeah. relaxing looks like, are you there just to veg out in front of a TV or are you there, you know, and you want to sit in a particular desk that, you know, sets you up for doing actual work. Like I just loved all of those different options. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was, it was really nice. So, uh, I'm, I'm decades behind where some of you have been when it comes to those experiences, but, uh, earning, earning enough status, quote unquote, to be able to do that. And then you're not like fighting for a spot somewhere, like hoping to get one near a, an outlet or yeah, something. Yeah, exactly. Crazy. That that's honestly, and then the fact that there's always specific internet in there mm-hmm. and so on and so yeah. forth. Uh, yeah, just turned out really great. So that was one of the uh, minor experiences that I also got to partake in. Well, uh, well, on some travels. Uh, the only other thing Ray brought up. Uh, something he binged that we also finished watching was Love on the Spectrum season two on Netflix. Mm. Phenomenal. Like I I can't think of a a better like documentary kind of style thing where they just take two people or they follow a person around who has autism as they try to get into the dating scene. Mm. And some of these people are young, like 18, 19. Some of them are as old as 50 to 60. Where it's just, hey, these people are their whole. It's so wholesome, and just feel good. There's a couple on there that met in season one. Spoilers, and they're still dating in season two, and so they kind of follow them on this trip to Africa that they both, you know, that that they wanted to do, and it's just so. It's it's really truly just a great series hmm. in that it, it feels very real and natural and not like, as Ray said, like it could, that could feel like really ex- exploitative, but it's not. And hmm. it's just, it's just these people who like, Hey, we're going to follow you on a blind date or on a date. And sometimes you like, you see somebody in clearly these people that they pick that are on the spectrum are of varying degrees, but you know, like, <laughs> there's one there's one guy who dies he's got long blonde hair and he's really into like renaissance fair stuff and he talks and and kind of stutters a little bit gets really nervous around people and just you see these girls walk up and some of them have autism some of them don't and you're just kind of like oh i wonder you know oh that's nice that they hit it off and but you're kind of sometimes you're thinking like eh, that's probably not going to work for him or or the guy who found you know like i said the guy who found love or is dating a girl that he at one point worked with years ago at some place. And it's just how they don't hold anything back internally. Everything is almost said out loud. And that's just naturally of probably who they are Mm -hmm. and not necessarily for this. And the thing that gets me, of course, uh, hits me right in the, in the feels are the parents because most of the people still live with their parents. Sure. And that you just get, um, you get the parents' perspective on them just getting so excited for every single little date. Like this one guy, he he's sitting there, like waiting on the phone. Like, oh, should I call her? Should I call her? Should I call her? And the mom is just like, just call her. Like, and he can't. Like, he just can't bring himself to do it. And it's it's so good. It's such a phenomenal series. Huh. Um, that it's just it's just so wholesome. There's no storyline behind it. It's just like a a documentary. And I can't gush enough about how good it is. All right. Well, maybe may I have more flying to do in a there couple days. So it there sounds like that might have to uh, uh, well, yeah, be one that I look into. Literally watch the first episode. If you like it, do the whole thing because it's all just as good. If it doesn't float your boat, then just be like, eh, you're not missing anything. Hmm. 
All right. Uh, Ryan out on the board says, I watched a newer action comedy with Arnold called Fubar on Netflix and liked it. Mm. Ryan also celebrated a birthday in the happy last birthday, uh, Ryan. since last week's podcast. So happy birthday to you, Ryan. I do have some updates. I'm thinking of Ryan, thinking of uh, southeastern Wisconsin, and then I'm going to dox he lives at. No. Um, while I was gone, big shout out to our trusted and beloved PDGA 1276, Tom McManus. He was literally, literally the boots on the ground that went to the course that I've been working on along with Tom and another Tom and John Turlap and Ryan. He went there while they were augering and bulldozing and and brush clearing in the snow here in southeastern Wisconsin. And so many of you know I've been working with a uh, parks department in Salem. uh, Which trials? And, yep, and... Down in that area, Salem, what, uh, Salem Lakes, sorry, Salem Lakes, and we've been going through the entire just standard disc golf course project, except for these guys are not what you and I are used to because a few of us did the design, we submitted it, then they had surveyors come out, then they contracted for people to come out and do the clearing. Nine, 90, Normally. 98% of all other... Uh, Parks courses. department and courses, yeah, <laughs> they they tend to rely a lot of the labor on the players the disc and the disc golfers or volunteers and, or yep. the club. These guys contracted out somebody to come in and do the actual clearing and and it's literally carving doing, out the fairways. They're doing it quote unquote right. So big thank you because I told them I have all these I have like two or three months, and things kept getting pushed back and pushed back and pushed back. Bureaucracy. And when did, when man. did they want to do the clearing? Like the day I leave for a month-long <laughs> trip. And so Tom McManus stepped in, went out there multiple days, and was at the property. Now we're going to clarify and and confirm everything that they've done and start picking actual spots uh, where they're going to dig out the tees and then dig out the pins. Mind you, they're doing all this in what was uh, like a few feet of snow at the time, which I thought was a crazy time. I get that you want the ground to be frozen because you have this heavy machinery and yeah, you don't you want it to you, get stuck. You won't tear up as much. The, but the, the fact that it was also, uh, you know, doing all this with that much snow on the ground. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited to go back out there. This this happened almost a month ago, and it's about an hour drive from where I live. So I'm going to go down there and check things out. But, Ryan, I, I think you appreciate that update. And big shout-out, again, Tom McManus physically going out there. Because those are days I was going to meet the you know the, the contractors out there and just double-check while they're carving our fairways. You know, go here, don't go there, you know, even though everything was marked. I wanted to be there for that. And it ended up not happening while I was here. So thank you, thank you, and thank you again to Tom McManus. That's what I'll say about that. Terry, I'm going to take just a few <clears throat> moments here, and I'm going to get our Patreon ready. I know we have got a few giveaways that we need to take Yes. Care of. I think we're going to do two tonight. Okay. And then we'll take care of, like, two or three to, uh, next week. Yeah, time Which to get, are, yeah. yeah, start getting caught up on them, uh, yeah, especially since I've been out of town. Uh, big thank you. I'm going to say it again. Huge thank you. To Latitude 64, who was our title sponsor of the Samui Swine this last uh, couple weeks ago. Um, super excited. We now have a few Samui Swine discs in the pro shop over there in Thailand, but also some, well, I'll call them generic stamps. Um, we call it the souvenir stamp that has the Samui logo on it. So all of that 
in the pro shop, uh, and we're going to continue to get them. We'll continue to get a few other manufacturers in there, but Latitude stepped up in such a major way to make this event this year a huge success. So big thanks. And, and spo- uh, I don't know, spoiler alert, big thanks to Fort First Light, who I think is going to be getting on board with possibly sponsoring a brand new um, pavilion slash gazebo over at the Samui Disc Golf Course. So I'm... Um, even though they didn't commit to it, I think maybe that will help pressure them into it. So thank you for sponsoring. Uh, in all seriousness, uh, Dan, Robin, uh, Boyd, thank you guys so much. I, I think they're going to be on board for a brand new uh, gazebo covering over there in Samui. Um, desperately needed and ready to get that going. So thank you. All right. <clears throat> yes, Joe says on the board, thank you to Tom McManus. Uh, couldn't agree more. So Johnny V is going to pull those up. Um, uh, just a quick update. I, I know I touched on it in the regular show, but I'll just quickly recap. I have what will be three rounds of MPO Samui Swine action. Shh, quietly, I've already edited two of them uh, almost fully. I have nine holes that's fully edited and commentated, maybe even gets released tomorrow, of the Southeast Asia Open. That took place in Malaysia. And then I have... The last two out of the three rounds that took place at the Chiang Mai Open, one of those is already edited. And then Spicy Boy covered the Maricopa uh, event, and we have three rounds of which I need to get the footage and start editing that. So ton of coverage to get released. So I'm glad my voice feels sickly so i can, so you can do the commentary, commentary. Just, hey guys we're here for another round it's, just, it's your climo impression that's all <laughs> so tons of coverage is coming so thank you guys for all that support and you can be a supporter at terry's patreon the disc golf guy or you can be a supporter at smashbox tv's patreon mm, if you're a supporter at smashbox tv tie. you will obviously get entered into our weekly giveaway weekly i'm gonna put that in quotes because it hasn't been weekly because terry's been gone and we will, it's effectively weekly it's effectively we're gonna be catching up we're, we, we do basically do about 52 a year so yeah. we, we try to do we'll make it as weekly as possible uh this week we have 134 people eligible for our giveaway we're gonna do two giveaways you said you're gonna do a i think i've got a uh a samui disc or two that's uh gonna should be ready to go and I'm going to pull into my little bag of tricks here. I haven't seen one of these recently, so I don't know maybe if we got unsubscribed or not, but I, I, want it. I still have them. The discstore.com disc member box. I've got a small pile back here, All right. just two or three. We're going to give away one of these as well. Um, Sweet. Yeah, so we have 134 people eligible. That includes the people who sign up at smashbox.tv slash weekly giveaways. Obviously, we always want to include you. But Terry, how we uh it's been a while since we've done this. Let's see if I can remember yeah, how. Let's see if 134 remember. people. What do you what number do you want to generate? I mean, I've been to Samui four times, so it's gonna have to be the fourth. All right, so this is for the Samui disc. Yeah, that makes sense. All right. Our first number is ninety five. I sorted it by first name. Second name is nine or second number is ninety nine. Third number is ninety six. Wow, ninety five, ninety nine, and ninety six. This one's going to be way off. It's going to be like 22 or something. Okay. And our final number is 71. 71 is the number. Let me pull up the list that I just created literally moments ago. And it's Keith Colorado. Keith Colorado. Congratulations, Keith Colorado. And that's not oh, just like... Oh, a- this is... No, this is uh, somebody who entered in at Smashbox TV because there, oh, look there at is him. no... 
he entered in on uh, exactly a week ago. So they might, he probably did it right after our, the, our last show. Yeah, right after the last show. So congratulations, Keith. You are our first winner tonight. You get the Samui Swine disc. Nice. I like nice. it. Nice. And then we're going to give away one more thing. We're going to give away the disc member box, Terry Miller. What? Uh, how should we do this one? Should we well, I've been to <laughs> the Chiang Mai Open twice. All right, so we'll do two more then. <clears throat> so let's do two more. Yeah. So our first number is 104, and our next number is 120. Damn, one all on the high side tonight. 120. Yeah, we didn't see many low numbers. Let me scroll down to 120. Uh, Timothy Donegan. Congratulations, whoop, Timothy whoop. Donegan. Thank you, Timothy. As Timothy, you you're going to get this uh, box. I don't know what month it's from, so it's a surprise to me too. Because I just have a small stack here because we've been meaning to give some away, but just haven't had a chance. And Timothy, so. you are a, a very significant sponsor. Oh, yeah. I and, didn't notice uh, that. Thank and you. contributor. Not that others aren't, but uh, you, you've been with us for a while. And we really appreciate your support. So thank you so much for that. Uh, both of you guys, if you happen to be listening, um, I'll be sending you an email soon, hopefully, so that we can confirm what your mailing address is. I had a couple of smashy disks come back recently. So please, let's make sure that I have your correct email, or email doesn't do me any good, your actual address. Uh, let's make sure that I have it correct so that uh, we're not wasting any money throwing away at the post office. However, if you ever want to ship something from one section to another in Thailand, let me tell you, here's, here's the best, maybe one of the better hacks on the planet. Better than the Pro Tour hacks you were yes, giving? Yes, I know. Better than the DGN I'm, I'm all about saving you guys money. Uh. I had to fly... <clears throat> from the island into Chiang Mai. My plane ticket was like $86. I got it relatively early. Great price. No problem. $86. However, if I wanted to bring both of my suitcases that I had brought onto the island, if I wanted to bring them both off, both weighing around 20-ish kilos... I wanted to bring that second suitcase. <laughs> when you say kilos, it just makes me think like, uh, <laughs> yeah. If I wanted to bring that second suitcase, it would have been like another $200 on my $86 ticket. It would have been like $200 to bring that suitcase to Chiang Mai with me. So what do I do? I go to the local post office place, wrap it up, send nearly 50 pounds of like 1,000 miles and it cost me like seven dollars. Could you could you imagine taking a fifty pound box? And you don't ship as daily like I do, but nope. just for everyone listening, think of taking a fifty pound box, which is roughly a hundred discs, in usually what's called a quad box that holds a hundred discs, shipping that from like Washington State to Florida. First of all, how many days it'll take? And even at the cheapest rate. How that's somewhere between probably sixty and a hundred dollars, somewhere in between there, and it would take anywhere from three to five days. <laughs> I did the equivalent of that, and it cost me seven dollars. So I shipped from Kosamui into Chiang Mai an entire suitcase that was full for seven dollars. So there's your there's your hack, people. Do your when you once you get to Thailand anywhere in Thailand, 
some people do it just because they literally don't want the hassle. Like, uh, I won't even bring my bag on the plane and load and wait for... I'll just ship my stuff over there wherever I'm going. Do you ship your pants? Yeah, I ship my pants because those because those big gas prices. <laughs> <laughs> so, hey, Johnny, I ship my pants. <laughs> yeah, you could ship your pants too. <laughs> do you ship your pants? Uh, I've never shipped my pants. Uh, I ship my pants all the time. <laughs> uh, speaking of pants... <laughs> Today was the first time in 28 days I put on pants. It felt weird. Not going to lie. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Between Arizona, <laughs> Singapore, Malaysia, and Thailand, I haven't had any pants on. I packed three pair. Just to be safe? It's good. I assumed at some point I would need some. I didn't. And I'm not one of those like guys that's like, oh, it's... It's uh, it's twenty, it's twelve degrees. I still wear shorts. Like I'm a big guy, but I don't go that route. Uh, I I draw the line at s- still wearing pants when it's seasonable or requires them, so to speak. But uh, yeah, today was the first time I put pants on, in like twenty eight days. I don't know. I guess if you live in in some place like Florida or Arizona, you're thinking no big deal, but it kind of was. Okay, Terry Miller. <laughs> anyway, uh, anything off the board before we cut you guys loose? Uh, so, <laughs> uh, can you ship yourself? Oh man, I'm sure some idiot has tried uh, for a YouTube video or otherwise. But yeah, at like seven dollars, it was it was just it's just crazy. Seven dollars. Uh, Ryan says I'm planning on coming back to Samui to celebrate my 40th next year. That. Uh, that is that's a good call. Um, I swear, during Trevor Harbolt talking about uh, Chiang Mai and talking, kind of wrapping things up uh, as he podiumed, he's like, "I want to move here," and it's so funny how many people go there, experience the culture, mm-hmm. and it, and and just everything that it has to offer, and then immediately like, "I could see living here." I'm not gonna say Shasta Chris said the same thing, but he almost <laughs> said the same thing. Like, there's something really special about being there. That's for sure. Uh, Ray says, yeah, short sky in winter is weird. I, I, I get it. Some people, depending on your size, that's usually a bigger guy thing is like you, you, you let's put it this way. You rarely see a, a super, super fit in shape guy that weighs 172 pounds and it's, and it's five below. He's usually not running around in shorts. Like, yeah, this is the norm. And this is no big deal. It's usually someone that's pushing the the three, four, whatever mark, and then is just like, yeah, I'm still comfortable in shorts, and that's usually the the correlation there. Um, I don't think it's weird. I I can understand it. It's just not me. Ray says, Terry, you really did give away a pretty big cost saving measure by getting DGN subscription free with a thirty dollar youth PDGA membership. Jeff's face looked a little worried. Looked worried. I mean, eh. if, if you have a youth that you want to sign up for the PDGA, I mean, it's I, I've got I've got two of them if I really wanted to. But yeah. thankfully, I mean, that's the other thing. The other thing I was going to say is we were talking about money and memberships and, and you you kind of alluded to it. And I think we all do in some and Jeff definitely did without saying it specifically like I'll play 10, 15, maybe 20 rounds of disc golf this year. Probably. Maybe. I don't need you disc. But just on a philosophical level, I'm totally good with paying the U disc fee every year. Mm-hmm. I, I, Same I, here. 
it's just unpre- and I get it. Not everybody wants to do that, and I'm not badgering or or trying to guilt or suggest others have to do that. I'm just saying there's some people that are totally fine with throwing the support at it just to support it, and the dollars and cents may not work out massively in your favor. Like I may only score a couple of rounds this entire year on UDisc, and I don't care because I want to see those guys and UDisc and others. I want to see them grow and thrive and succeed. That's just how I feel about it. I, there's a lot other ways you could truly piss away 25 or 30 or 50 bucks or whatever the case might be. For some, Another case in point, I signed up just a few days ago, right before I left actually, I signed up for our local um, uh, pay-to-play system, our pass system within oh, Milwaukee, Milwaukee County. County. Yeah. Same thing. Like I could pay a day pass, which is like five or six bucks. Oh, that reminds I me. I won't play ten rounds of disc golf out there this year. I owe but some cash. I still had no problem just buying the pass and being done with it. I want to see it succeed. I that's all there is to it. I owe. I think it's Ozaki County money now. Oh, damn! Sh- we went up uh, <laughs> like you? like in December. Cheapskate. We went there, and you drive into the park, and there's nobody at the park entrance because we got there at like, I want to say it was like Saturday at probably 9 a.m. At what park? I forget. The the one up, not, uh, I don't oh, know. Tendic? No. It's further, uh, further north than Tendic. Um, one of the newer ones that we, Oh, that I've never played. Yeah. Rob, oh, the, uh, the one where there's the pro shop. Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. Sandy Knoll. It's sure. Sandy Knoll. Okay. Um, I was following our friend Steve there because we were all we agreed we we're going to go there for our morning round. Pull into the park. There's nobody sitting at the booth. I don't think anything of it because we're going to a park. I've been there one other time. I park with uh, right next to Steve. Our our friend, a couple of our friends show up. We play around. I drive away. Never once was bothered. I get a letter in the mail like three weeks later saying, "Hey, um, we got your license plate." You didn't pay. Ouch. Um, it'll be like ten dollars, seven dollars, or ten dollars, or twelve dollars. Are forget. you paying for parking or for the golf? You're, you're paying a, a, a parking pass, or not a parking pass. You're paying for the golf. You're paying for the okay. That you pay to get into the park, which I didn't know because there's nobody there. There's no signs. Okay. I even if I wanted to pay, I don't know who I would pay, but I didn't have a sticker on my car that says I bought a thing. So I call up my buddy, our buddy, and say, "Hey, were we supposed to pay?" And he's like, yeah, well, we've done it before. We've got in and, you know, no one's ever said anything. And I'm like, oh, I had no clue. I just literally followed him in there. So I get this letter and I was like, okay, guy, yeah, I think I got it on like a Friday. I'm like, I need to take care of this because you have to call. You can't even do it online. You have to call but them. But they, they are advanced enough to get your <laughs> yes. to get your uh, license and send you a letter. They're advanced to have all that technology. I couldn't but not pay to online take your because payment. I went to the website and I could not pay online, <laughs> which pissed me off. So then I'm like, okay, I'll deal with this later. I'll call them. I forgot. It's been like two to three months. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I, I so there's a warrant out. For there me. might be a warrant out for my arrest. That would be awesome. I would <laughs> Just love it. Pounded. First of all, you go to jail before me, and second of all, <laughs> second of all, <laughs> it's because you didn't pay for yeah. uh, disc golf. So at, somehow at now I need to figure this out because I'm sure I threw the paper away months ago. It was probably sitting. Yeah, on, I mean, you could probably just call the county office. Exactly. I'm probably gonna have to call say, the county office. Say, here's my license and they'll be like, plate. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. We just looked it's like it six hundred dollars. Yeah, now. exactly. <laughs> God. <laughs> Wow, you yep. 
POS. I for... totally forgot about that until literally just now when you said You're I paid welcome. it because it'd been <laughs> like I literally set it down. I said I can't pay online. Gosh, this sucks. This is stupid because uh-huh. I was going to do it right away. Yeah, and but you can't do it because they want you to call and you have you can call and pay for like a a full like season pass or like a a special one week. It was so dumb. It was so dumb, and I put it away <laughs> and I forgot. And it's been like literally I think two months, two to three months since we went. So now I need to get that figured out. Uh, one thing uh. I figured out real quick today, uh, so I, of course, with being gone, I haven't been in my car. I get in my car, pull onto the wrong side of the road. And I'm driving, thankfully no one near me, uh, but just down my sh- road, street, by my house. I'm like, I initially pulled into the wrong side of the road, and then I had to think about it. I'm like, Shh. I literally Which was like, side Shit, do I drive am I on, on the right side? No, I'm not. I'm so used to driving on the yeah. left side of the road, so to speak, um, and just even... I've been in a couple of cars in the mm-hmm. last month for yeah. really pretty much just like quote unquote taxi rides. They, their version of Uber is Grab, and which does all sorts of things. But <clears throat> that um, I also, outside I, of that, I, I, I think, also pay for. My, I also offer up my Grab service. <laughs> yeah, I bet you do. Uh, that's what gets you in jail. <laughs> so <laughs> if I end up in prison, <laughs> so uh, not only did I have to get used to that, um, but. Stopping, stopping at a stop sign, like literally following any form of just traffic laws, because when you're in Suddenly Thailand, you're above the law. No, just but when you're there, like rolling stops are a thing. There's barely any stop signs. Let's be real. Rolling stops and and just th- when you pull and I, I finally recorded some GoPro footage, so I'm going to release this um, at some point. But when you're there and and you're you're let's just say you're coming up to uh, a, a T-ish intersection, which I feel like there's very few hard T intersections or a four way. And let's just say you're coming up perpendicular to an intersection. There might be a hundred cars that are just going that just are. It's just a flow of traffic and you're trying to pull onto there and you see two cars and and nine scooters. You just pull in with them. Nobody. You don't wait. Until like there's an opening, you make sure none of them are coming from the other way to, to smash <laughs> you. But you just pull in with them. You it's it's a constant merge. That's the best way to work. Okay. It. It's just a constant merge huh? when you're there. So things like hard stops just they kind of go away at oh, most Jesus. intersections. That's, and yeah. and I I will say this again. There's there's ten times the congestion when you're there traveling. Ten times. Congestion. It's it's like New York City all the time, probably. But for us, it's like 10 times the congestion. There's all of these people. There's so many scooters and bikes, motorbikes, and very few cars. But they're all there, thousands of them. And yet I feel as safe or safer than driving here. Like, because they're all still respectful mm-hmm. and paying attention. So when you pull in, like, oh, okay, I'll just scoot over a little. You're coming in. No big deal. And, and I... The way I liken it to is like skiing, where they they say that the person following, the person behind you is always it's always their fault, so to speak. Yeah. I feel like it's the same way. There, mm. you could be, you know, almost tire to tire, but as long as you're paying attention to the people in front of you and everybody is just being respectful, the traffic just still flows just fine. And and it's it's what's also funny is when you're on some place like whether it's the island or you're in Chiang Mai and you pull up Google Maps it'll say for your car it may say 22 minutes to get somewhere and then you click on the motorbike option and it might say 14 hmm. and 
clearly you're bobbing and weaving and your streets are, I don't know, it's it's amazing. Uh, if you're okay with being a little bit aggressive and a little bit assertive, but yet um, cognizant and, and aware, it's, it's just, it's such an experience to travel around when you're there. And if I, I feel like if I were driving a car, I would kill someone. Like, because there, it, it's so tight and everything's very close and you have to be like, okay with it. You have to be okay that at any given point, if you're in a car and you roll down your window, you could, you could reach out and touch somebody on a motorbike next to you out of either side of the car, yeah, well, like just nonstop. And it's, it's such a unique experience. And I don't mean to sit, tell anyone to freak anybody out, but um, it's, it's a very, very unique experience. Uh, with that big time takeaway that I'll, that I'll post about tomorrow. No, no broken drone, even with some significant flying. No broken phone, which I've somehow done twice there, and no scooter accident. That is how you win. That's how you win Thailand. Is those three things for me? So I'm I'm coming back a full blown uh, winner in that case. No broken drone, phone, or scooter accident and with that or I'm bone gonna, drone, phone, drone or bone phone or bone there you go that's with the, that's that the key, Terry. Uh, one other quick thing i want to say is i know this is going to sound a little maybe even surprising or or not surprising to you i for the first time ever yeah get to use my own drone footage in my some of my post-production normally you, you kind of rely on others and have asked or, or thanked yeah. or just because even if I could do it, somebody else is definitely going to be better at it than me. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> at Samui, it's only 11 holes, I know, but I managed to drone in, I'd say, with about a seven... I'm not seven, sorry. I'd say about <clears throat> maybe a 930 rating-ish, my drone skills of the course. It's funny because you drone every week on this podcast. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> you think I'd be better, uh, but I was managed to drone all eleven holes at Samui, and I'm excited to finally have my literally my own drone footage. Uh, Chiang Mai, I was running out of daylight and time, and and quite frankly, I just didn't want to uh, attempt a couple of the holes uh, with the time that I was on. So I got about half to two-thirds of the course out there so um it's not perfect they're not great let me let me warn you now but i am excited that um my own drone work is uh is going to be included in my own footage again these are some things you'd expect five years ago but here we are nonetheless (laughs) do you have to merge with other drones i didn't see another drone at any point uh, if you saw my Facebook today, though, that was a shot I took uh, with a drone over one of the piers, and uh, and it was pretty cool. So, um, yeah, I'll release a bunch of those pictures as well. Let's wrap this up, Terry Miller. We've been doing this for too long. Mm, I don't know about that, but <laughs> all right, guys. I meant uh, the whole podcast, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I know. We're almost doing our 10-year anniversary. Um, thank you. To all of you for for uh, jumping in, thank you guys for being patient. I know it's been a couple of weeks since I've been gone, and uh, we've been a little bit different. Johnny's been holding down the fort, but uh, thank you guys all. Thank you to Jeff, 
spring of the Disc Golf Pro Tour. Our CEO who jumped on to give some clarity and uh, also some excitement. We're just literally a couple days away from having our All-Star Weekend. And uh, with all of you guys, you know that really gets things going on the Pro Tour side of things. So um, we'll see. I, I think myself, Sexton, Doss... Uh, we'll all be in the booth uh, along then, uh, obviously, Val on the FPO side. So should be a good weekend and a lot of fun. For Johnny V, I'm the Disc Golf Guy. That's podcast 493's after show. Thanks for all the love and support. We love our Patreon supporters even more than the others. But we love you all to some degree. We'll see you next week. You step inside the Smashbox. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.